Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So, Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to, to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to Do You Even Blog, the podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, blogs. We conduct deep dive interviews with the world's most successful bloggers and online entrepreneurs. Our main goal is to help you build your audience, produce better content, and grow your online revenues. I'm Pete McPherson, founder of Do You Even Blog, various other semi-successful and failed online businesses, and your host for today's episode. Hello, Do You Even Bloggers. Today's episode is a very short and crisp to the point little podcast for you. And in between episode, if you will, I would like to dive into how to find the perfect blog post schedule. Posting frequency. It's come up a lot on the Twitter sphere that I'm a part of and some blog forums. So I figured I would uh, break this down a little bit for you. We are going to look at three key things really quick. Number one, I'm going to share with you a little mindset about a posting framework that I learned from Dane Shuda because I thought it was really, really helpful. And it doesn't lean one way or the other, like seven times a week, one time a month. 
Uh, but it does give you a nice little picture of how to think about this in your own blogs and your own business. After that, I'm actually going to share with you what I've found from some of the most powerful and influential bloggers on the internet, period. I'm going to share what they do, what is working for them, and then hopefully you can kind of use that to bring it back home to yourself. And last, uh, I'm going to actually get to the how-to part. So I've assembled a few little instructions that I think you can use to analyze what you're currently doing or what you would like to do as far as posting frequency and kind of figure out what works best for you. What's going to help you grow the best, reach your audience uh, more effectively, efficiently, etc. So one, two, three, let's get started. So let's say you have a killer idea for a startup and you just packed your bags and your MacBook Pro and your Starbucks gift cards, and you're moving to Silicon Valley, man. You're going to start it. You're going to get a billion-dollar investor, etc. You may have heard of the motto of Silicon Valley or the early motto of Facebook or something called Agile Development or the Lean Startup, all of these things. If you don't know what I'm talking about, by the way, I'm about to tell you, so just bear with me. But Facebook's motto early in the days of Facebook, that is, was move fast and break things. LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman also has a nice quote. If you are not embarrassed by the first version of your product, you have shipped too late. Also, Gmail, the famous history of Gmail is that it was launched only with a handful of features, like three to five features max for an email platform. That's pretty amazing. And the whole idea of this, the whole goal behind the Silicon Valley motto is to ship as soon as humanly possible so you can get feedback on your product as soon as humanly possible. So you can iterate, so you can change, so you can pivot and then make it better. The idea is that this is the fastest way to a highly scalable product. Okay. All of that said, I think the same thing exists for blogging. I interviewed Dane Chuda, who owns a content marketing agency called Blog Ghost Blog Writers, actually. And he presented this to me and I really, really liked it. So the idea is the more often you post, the more frequency you have in your content, whether that's blogs or videos or podcasts or whatever, the quicker you can get feedback. Now, this is important, but it also has some assumptions. The assumptions is that you're not just pushing out crap content because that's not good for anybody. You're not going to do any good for yourself there. That would actually do more harm than good. But if you can push out good quality content, in a timely manner, the quicker you do that, the quicker you can get feedback. You can see how many shares each post get. You can see the level of engagement that each post gets. And you can kind of determine after a while which posts are going to work and which are not. So if you need to change who you're writing for, your target avatar, right, or the format of your content or different types of Pinterest images, I don't know. The quicker you can get through that feedback loop, the quicker you can start to grow, the quicker you can start to scale. That's an ideology. That's an idea out of Silicon Valley that I think applies to blogging and content production very, very well. So to sum that up, let's say that it takes you 100 blog posts to be able to really nail down what's working for you. You see the posts that are performing well, and so you can figure out what you need to do in the future to continue to grow, to grow faster and faster and faster. The quicker you can get to 100 posts, the better, right? Assuming a standard quality of content. That's the idea behind this quick feedback loop 
And that also suggests that you should post more frequently, as long as you don't sacrifice quality. Okay, now that you kind of have that framework, that mentality in mind, let's check out what some other bloggers are doing, specifically bloggers who are crushing it, so to speak. Okay, let's start on the more frequent side of the spectrum. This is an extreme example, but Seth Godin, a legendary marketer, author, he posts every single day of the week, and he's been doing that for years. However, that man can pack so much insight into one sentence, it's unbelievable. And so oftentimes his blog posts are, I don't know, 300 words max. He's not trying to like hype out the SEO and blog growth. He already has all that. If you just type Seth in Google, his name, his blog comes up. It's the number one result. He didn't need any of that. And so he can kind of do whatever he wants or whatever his audience wants. And that's what they want. They want short, quick, to the point insights every single day of the week. Jay Money. I know a bunch of you guys know him. Budgetsaresexy.com. Jay posts almost every day of the week, I'm pretty sure. And his articles are longer. They are mm, probably averaging 800, 900, 1,000 words. Some can be even longer, but some are, are fairly short. And he, along with the rest of the personal finance community, I think fall into this category of two to five times a week. I know that's pretty broad, but... I feel like the personal finance community in general post 2.5 times a week, period. It just lends itself well to the content when we're all talking about fire and financial independence and early retirement and investing in dividends and all this sort of stuff. I think this works well for personal finance bloggers. They're also the type of people, and if you're out there and you blog about personal finance, you know what I'm talking about. They're also the type of people that just loves to check out new content, even if it's just skimming every single day of the week. Like, most of the bloggers I know, they have feeds set up, their RSS feeds, and they find stuff every day of the week. And they leave comments, they engage like crazy, they're on the Twitter, in the forums. It just lends itself well to three times a week. And Jay actually does it even a little bit more, but that's an, that's an interesting thought that your posting frequency can and should, in part, be dictated by your niche. I think that's very important. Let's talk about YouTube. Tim Schmoyer was recently on the OK Dork podcast, or it's actually just Noah Kagan Presents, I suppose. He posts usually one to two times per day. That's 14 videos a week sometimes. Maybe a little bit less, but I think there's something to that. This is known as the spray and pray strategy. That is, you just spray content everywhere, and you see what works. The idea is to get one gym, one viral post or one viral video out of every like 25 to 50 to 100 videos that you do. And in order to make this work, you have to post a lot. You have to post like every single day of the week. And I don't think that's what most people should do, especially when it comes to written blog posts. I don't think people should do that. You have to sacrifice a certain amount of quality in order to get to that frequency. And I don't think that's worth it unless you're just an absolute pro or you run something like a magazine where people are in all day every day or a news site where they just want to see different news stories in different genres different categories i guess every day of the week but if you're not into that and you're just doing a normal blog i'm just gonna say normal blog i don't think you should do it that often one more thing before i move down the spectrum into lower frequencies my friend bobby bobby hoyt at millennialmoneyman.com he does something really really cool so he publishes like clockwork, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
And part of the reason that he's able to even handle like this crazy amount of blog workload is because he only publishes, excuse me, his articles Mondays and Wednesdays. And every Friday is a guest post. So he's been doing that for a long, long time now. It's really great for growth as well, by the way, because guest posters always share your content. So you have new audiences kind of built in to that formula. But it also just takes away a bunch of the work. Like it's just, I don't know, 33% less words that he has to write every single week. So I think that's a great strategy that works for him. And I could actually see myself doing something like that in the future. Along those lines, while we're talking about it, is Gina Horky. She has the, the Horky Handbook. It's mainly a blog aimed at freelancers, and she has a lot of courses that have done really, really, really well. Uh, she also publishes like this. So she publishes four to five times a week, but about mm, 25 to 50% of those are guest posts, which I think is like right along with Millennial Money Man, I think that's a great strategy for growth and a great strategy for cutting down on the workload if you have the guest post inbound, I guess. That's a requirement. <laughs> you can't just go pitching tons and tons of people to, hey, write me guest post, please, because I don't think that would work. But if you do have any of that inbound, I think that's a cool way to get started and hit those mm, higher frequencies of posting without doing as much work. All right, let's talk about the other end of the spectrum so I know word counts also come into play here. So if you are writing 500 to 1500 word blog posts, like most of the personal finance community, probably you can post more often and you probably don't have to do super tons of editing and SEO because that's not really what you're into. But if you are into perfect SEO optimization and mega posts that are potentially super viral, right? And they're always going to rank in Google and be extremely helpful. But those could be like 3,000, 4,000, 6,000K word counts. Those take a lot longer to produce. And so therefore you can't post them as long. So I like to think of Brian Harris, Sarah Peterson, and Backlinko. That'd be Brian Dean. So Brian Harris, he has videofruit.com. His posts are like that. They're, I swear, there's not a single one less than 3K words, and they're awesome. Like, he writes really, really well. He's short and spunky and to the point. Lots of images, lots of how-tos, lots of case studies that are really, really helpful, but they're longer. And he posts maybe once a week. I mean, lucky, right? Sarah Peterson at unsettle.org, same thing. She's actually one of the best blog writers on the internet, period. She's the the head of content at sumo.com as well as Unsettle. And her stuff is just fantastic. They're probably three to five K words and just amazing reads. She's so good. She's actually going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. I don't want to spoil that, but she's on the same frequency. I mean, maybe one time a week, usually like three to four times a month. Uh, but she does very well. She has a crazy amount of engagement. She sees excellent SEO as well, from what I can see. And it works. It works for her. Brian Dean, same thing. He is actually legendary for this. So Brian has mm, probably around 40 posts total on his entire blog, backlinko.com. It's got like 40 posts, period. And it's been up for years. So he's able to do this by making his content absolutely epic and world-class. He's at the top of SEO for every single post. He's a rock star, obviously, and he teaches SEO, which is how he, he kind of got into this metagame. 
But same thing, like he'll post maybe once a month. Yeah, probably once a month, maybe two times a month. But his posts are legendary and he has an amazing following. I don't think any of you listening to this podcast should take this approach. Let me repeat that. Brian Dean posts one time, maybe two a month. Sarah Peterson posts two to three times a month. Brian Harris posts two to three times a month. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast should do that. The reason being, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not on the level of Brian Dean. (laughs) You're just not. I know I'm not. I couldn't do this either, but we're just not. We have to publish more content so we can go back to that feedback loop from the very beginning of the episode. Remember, we need to figure out exactly what our audience wants to hear from us, how often they want to hear from us what images that they pin the most on Pinterest, what tweets they retweet the most. And we're not going to get there going one to three times a month. We should do more than that. That's just my opinion. Anybody with less than 10,000 email subscribers should post more than three times a month. That's just my personal opinion. But given all those names that I just mentioned, I think there's a happy medium for all of us listening. So, Without further ado, let's get into some things, some actionable tips, if you will. I kind of hate the word actionable. I think it's overused, to be quite frank. But in this case, I think it's true. So let's get into some ways you can start to experiment, start to learn what your audience wants the most, and develop your perfect posting schedule. Okay, step one in this process is going to be switch immediately. Stop what you're doing and run to your blog And switch to a consistent schedule. It doesn't matter what it is right now. Go with what you have been doing, but you have to remain consistent. That's the number one factor for growing a successful blog, period. I mean, it just is. Everyone agrees on this, by the way. This is not just me spouting my opinion. You have to be consistent. You don't want to go seven times in one week and then have your audience not hear from you for like three months. Okay, people don't like that. You don't want to upset their inboxes as well. So you have to be consistent. doesn't matter what it is for now. Do what you've been doing, but don't stop, I guess is the the phrase here. Be consistent. Okay. Step two in this process is to run again to the Googles, or if you already know them by heart, and look up your favorite influencers in your niche. Even the mega powerful ones who are already really well established and have millions of website views a month, and see how they are posting. See what their schedule is like. I'm going to do that for myself right now. I'm going to go to problogger.com and look at what Darren is doing up there. He's not a direct competitor, but he is in my niche. It's what he teaches is helping other people blog. And he does two or three times a week, one of each type of content. So Darren does the pro blogger podcast, which I would highly suggest for you all in case you have never heard of it before, which is probably stupid. Uh, and he also does blog content and they do some videos and webinars and stuff as well. But I am trying to emulate his schedule for the time being. So I want one at least mm, good interview on my blog, on the podcast uh, a week. And then sometimes I'll do little episodes like this that are a little bit shorter. And then sometimes I'll do just a blog post with no podcast. And that'll hopefully even out to about two to three times, 2.5 times a week. Uh, So now that you know this, you should go do that for yourself. So in your personal finance communities, look up the J Moneys and the 
Mr. Money Mustaches, etc., and see how often they post and kind of just get an idea. After you get like five to ten names, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a good sense of what that community really wants to see. Same thing if you're in the mom community, the budgeting community, travel, whatever you are, teaching SEO, digital marketing, doesn't matter. Go check out what the influencers are doing. Make notes of like five to ten people, and you'll get a good idea of like what this community that you're writing to wants to see. So to be quite frank, we could stop this podcast right here. Go look at what the influencers are doing and try that experiment with that right now and be consistent and see if it works. That's pretty much all the actionable tips. Now I'll give you a few more little advanced things you could do specifically if you're not already, which I don't imagine any of you aren't, but go sign up for Google analytics right now. It's completely free. Get started, put tracking codes on all your pages, get the WP dashboard, Google Analytics dashboard, WordPress plugin, if you're on that, and start tracking. So here's what you could do. This is a long-term play that's not going to show any results in a week or two, but over the term of three to six months, it could give you extremely valuable insights. So what you would do is you would experiment for one month at a time. You can go one month doing every single day of the week. Go the next month doing three times a week. Go the next month doing one time of week. And the important part to remember, this is a disclaimer, make your content good, else you're going to be doing more harm to yourself than good. I promise. Bad content will just scare away subscribers like that. You will not even see them leave. They'll just flee for their lives from your website. So don't sacrifice quality, but start experimenting and you can't do it for like one week and then see if it worked or not. You got to do it for at least a month, do it for a month and then change it up a little bit, do it for another month, change it up a little bit. You get the picture and then go back through Google analytics. It's super easy to see. You can track a few different things. You can track sessions. You can track page views. You can track email open rates, right? If you were emailing your subscribers every single time you post a new post, See how many unsubscribes you got when you posted more often. See how many click-throughs you got. See what your open rate did. This is a long-term strategy, and the advice is actually pretty obvious, uh, and that is just to experiment with different frequencies and then see what works. And Google Analytics is the easiest way to do that. It's the freest way to do that. But I do think you need to, A, don't sacrifice quality, and then B, you have to let those experiments run for several weeks. So that's some of the advanced strategies. I don't think anybody should really have to do that, though. I I really do think that you could publish consistently based on what other people in your niche are doing. Start that right away. And then in the back of your head, as you're focusing on other things, you're focusing on your social media and your content and your promotion, all that stuff. Keep it in the back of your head. Is this working as well as X? X meaning what I used to do. Or... Will this new method work better? Let me switch things up and deliberately try it for a month or two. That is the best strategy to figure out what works. And it's work. That's what I want to leave you guys with today. It's a lot of work. (laughs) Trying to optimize your blog is never easy. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, but same goes for posting frequency. All right. You're never going to find the perfect blog post schedule that is just out on a blog post somewhere. And this podcast is no different. I can't tell you. You have to figure it out for yourself and that requires work. But there are some things you could do. Go find your influencers and see what they do. Continue listening to this podcast. Maybe that's one of them. And 
experiment, try new things, give it patience and don't sacrifice under any circumstance your quality. Okay. That was fun. That's all I got for you today. Uh, I just have two requests. One is that you continue listening to my podcast. I really appreciate the shares and downloads and tweets and emails and everything that you guys have been doing so far to me. It means a lot. I want to to continue doing this podcast. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I eventually monetize it and I grow this thing. So thank you so much for listening. That's number one. Number two, if you haven't already, go sign up for the newsletter. It's not going to cost you anything. You go to doyoueveblog.com. Right there on the homepage, you can opt in. And I promise to I promise to deliver. I don't really know what else to say. If you can unsubscribe later on, that's fine. It's right up there at the top of the emails. You won't have any trouble finding the button to unsub. But I promise I'm going to try and over-deliver at every opportunity. I really do. And if I don't, then leave. That's about it. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Stay tuned. We got good stuff coming up. We got uh, Unsettle. We got Dane Shooter. We got Chris Spurvy. We got um, Grace and Silas from Chasing Foxes. That's a cool one. Maybe even some Brian Dean. Maybe even some Ruth Sukup from Elite Blog Academy coming up, uh, as well as some other names. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Do You Even Blog Podcast Store.